Welcome to Asianish, a podcast created by two professionals who provide their insight and experiences on navigating the complex world of relationships, careers, and self-improvement as Asians trying to fit into Western society. There are Asians who have been told they're kind of Asian, but not really. Asianish. I'm Clinton, and I'm Wayne. Welcome to Asianish podcast. Hey everyone! Welcome back to Asianish Podcast.、Uh, I'm Clinton, your co-host, and I've got Wayne here with me. Hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. So this week we've got a special guest on our show.、Uh, my, my friend, good friend Ashley Wong.、Uh, Ashley is a well. Let's just go through. Ashley is a personal trainer, a nutrition coach.、Uh, she's got all sorts of great talent.、Uh, she's a great singer. I just found out just before we started recording.、Uh, she's got lots of talents.、Uh, Ashley, welcome to the show. Hey, Clinton. Hey, Wayne. Thanks for having me. Hey, welcome.、Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. We just、uh, we wanted to get you on the show because,、uh, well, I I followed you、um, on Instagram and we kind of chatted for a while. We became kind of friends over IG, but mainly it's I think what caught my eye was you posting your crazy workout videos.、Uh, <laughs> the vi- the videos that I've always kind of I, I followed actually one of them. So at the start of quarantine, when you posted like that towel workout, and then that one I did, that was killer. I did it in my living room, and that was crazy. <laughs> That、yeah. was a good one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So th- th- those th- those like that was kind of where I remember started、um, paying more attention, and then we started、uh, chatting more. And I was like, hey, I think it'd be really great to have Ashley on the show because you can really talk to our our, our listeners, tell us more about like nutrition and fitness, and yeah, just and kind of just a lot more about your interesting background. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for thanks for having me. I'm excited to share about you know fitness and nutrition, and honestly, I find myself sharing about it with people all the time. So this is perfect.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exciting. I was gonna say that、um, I feel like Clinton, you met a lot of people、um, on、uh, Instagram, especially during this、uh, the, the quarantine, where you know it's you know you, you met a lot of interesting people that we've invited to the show, and Ashley being one of them, I'm very excited to know what she does.、Um, I, I just recently followed her as well, and I, honestly, all the content is just super exciting. I've been doing some of the workouts at home since you know been eating so much at home. These workouts really help, so I encourage everyone to follow Ashley.、Um, you know, later we'll we'll share her handle to everyone. Gotta do that workout right now, especially after Christmas. Yeah, <laughs>、right? that makes me so happy. Good job,、yeah. Wayne. <laughs> thanks, yeah. thanks. Yeah. So Ashley,、uh, like as Wayne just said, you know, we recorded this episode just after Christmas. How how's your Christmas and kind of like what have you been up to? Yeah, my Christmas was good. Obviously, different like most people, right? But most of it consisted of shopping for gifts and then driving them all over. I think we went to like West Van, North Van, Burnaby, Surrey, Maple Ridge, like all over the map. So spent a lot of time driving, but it was good.、Uh, it was. It was you were you were kind of like a personal、driving. Amazon delivery service. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then a classic Zoom call with like our extended family. So it was different, but it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Well, that's good.、Yeah. 
Well, Ashley, I think kind of like, you know, uh, for our listeners who kind of know the format we have with guests, we usually like to have people come on and, and talk about, about their background, uh, kind of growing up, you know, what's it like with, uh, with kind of the Asian culture, living in Western society, talk a bit about career uh, slash, you know, what you do for school. And then we like to talk a bit more about your outside of that kind of work life. And, and then at the end, we also like to wrap it up and talk a bit about the personal side with dating and lifestyle and so on. So we're going to start off, you know, Ashley talking, kind of maybe give us a bit about your background. And just, and just before I hand it off to Ashley, just let our listeners know, you know, Ashley also lives in Vancouver, even though we, we've never actually met face to face once again through Instagram. <laughs> and now yeah. through yeah. this kind of like Google all meet kind of uh, video century. call. Mm-hmm. Right, up to 21st century and hopefully after covid we can all get together for coffee or something yeah. oh yeah but, That'll be fun. yeah yeah I, I wanted to kind of hand it off to ashley because you are you know you have asian background but you also are mixed so i just want to hand it to you and let you introduce yourself in that sense yeah yeah so i am half and half i i'm half caucasian half chinese so my grandparents grew up in hong kong but my dad was like still born here in Canada. So I, I would say I'm pretty whitewashed. I'm pretty westernized. Uh, but I think the most Asian part of me would be the fact that my grandparents wanted me to go to Chinese school. Mm. So I went through that. Yeah, most of my Asian friends, like they all went through Chinese school too. I would go on Saturdays and because it was, you know, I'm a kid. I don't want to go to school on Saturday and never mind learn a whole new language. (laughs) So I think I went through like, I went through four years of Cantonese and three years of Mandarin. Mm -hmm. And I think all I know are the numbers in my name. (laughs) Oh, Because I never got to practice it at home. Yeah, I was going to ask you, how's your Chinese? But do you practice with your your mom at all? I don't. So oh, my mom okay. is the Caucasian side of my Oh, your family. mom's old. Oh, my dad. Yeah, yeah. Your dad is yes, the, okay, yes. from Hong Kong, right? Okay, Ashley, okay. Ashley Wong. And yeah, then, you're right, um, you're right. That, that makes sense. But yeah, he, <laughs> yes. the extent of his Chinese is to yeah. order Chinese food. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the important part, though. So that's okay. But yeah, I never got to practice it at home, which mm-hmm. is why it was so hard to catch on. Yeah. So, but I guess it made my grandparents happy that I went. So, yeah. That's <laughs> that okay. Does your that whole, whole family with. speak English at home? Is that is that the case? Yep. Yep. Yeah, because for myself, I remember like I I went to Chinese school too, and like for Mandarin, <laughs> and like it helped, but I I just didn't pay attention. But like at home, yeah. I remember my my family actually forcing me to speak English when I was a kid to learn mm-hmm. English. Um, and the only person I could speak Cantonese to was my grandmother because I was, like, she didn't know English, right? But mm-hmm. otherwise, like after that, mm-hmm. like you know, once I picked up both languages relatively well, and air quotes, uh, <laughs> like you know, like th- then we can start like actually using. Uh, then they allowed me to speak kind of like okay, Cantonese at home or English, but mostly I, I speak Cantonese with them. So, but I, I guess like yeah, like for okay. you, like your your um, your dad, does he speak? Because he was born here, does he speak Cantonese or Mandarin? Yeah, he does a little bit. Like I said, mostly for like food, just and not to get around. <laughs> but yeah. mostly, even with like my grandparents, we whenever we get together, we always speak English. They're pretty fluent in English anyway. So oh, okay. yeah, yeah the, it was pretty much English. That's it. Okay, okay. Have you tried <laughs> yeah, to watch any uh... French? <laughs> Oh, French. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we studied. Yeah, we, we took French classes in high school, too. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying that, have you tried to watch any sort of Asian TV shows or 
you know, it was like Korean, not Korean. That, that is the, yeah, that is the best way to learn. Yeah, to exactly. Like watch TV. Just yeah. Like catch <laughs> that's what I've heard. Yeah. yeah. Have, have you tried any, well, watched any of those? I never caught on to yeah. that. The, I think the, well, the full movie that I watched was Parasite. I think we all watched that, right? Oh, that <laughs> I think that, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Korean, so that's but Korean. Was, yeah. I, I think we all watched it. We all watched it with the subtitle, so that's yeah, same, same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I never caught on to like any anime or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Ashley, like you, kind of growing up in Vancouver, uh, you know, with uh, a ch- kind of a dad of Chinese background, a mom who's Caucasian. How was that? Like, how was that household? How was that lifestyle growing up? What was traditions and everything? Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, uh, I think, honestly, we pretty much lived a westernized life at home. But like whenever we would get together, my grandparents would always bring Chinese food again back to the food. That was like the main contribution to my Asian side. (laughs) Uh, But I think, yeah, mostly, mostly just like the Chinese food during like um christmases or whatever they would bring over or like for our birthdays they would order takeout they would go to all the best places in vancouver like the dish that they were known for and they would go to like several restaurants and bring it here so that was Uh, pretty good you just do all the collection just running around that's that's nice they've been to a lot of places so they all they know all the good places and then Mm -hmm. we would celebrate chinese new year together Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah, that was that was always fun and we would always they would always give like uh, red envelopes so yeah yeah Yeah. i I find that interesting because um everybody says like food is always the gateway to a culture so even though like you may not because yeah it's, it's hard to learn the traditions of a new culture you know learning a language is not easy so what's the easiest way to, to to understand or find out about some some other country or their traditions is to literally through food because it's That's the so easiest true. thing to order um and yeah. even if you don't understand fully language at least you understand the food and we all have to eat right so everybody has to go through that same process um so no, that's really yeah, cool. That like, still, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's that's great. Uh, that like your family still tries to maintain some of that tradition, and like you said, oh, obviously, yeah. communication yeah. with your grandparents may be difficult, but at least you guys can like eat together. So mm-hmm. that, yeah. that's good. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, but I, I, I you know, Ashley, um, you know, I, obviously, like when I. It's like you know, I I didn't know that you were like kind of half, like you were like uh you know half Caucasian, half white. Do most people like you know not see like mistaken that, that you're thinking you're fully Chinese, or do they always come up to you with that question? Because I always see people like like oh you you look like you're mixed, and then they would start mm-hmm. asking you questions. Do you get a lot of that? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's that's a good topic because like I a lot of people think I'm full Chinese. Some mm-hmm. people some people can tell that I'm half, uh, but some people i feel like people who are not asian they can't tell like what kind of asian i am you know and i think mm-hmm. that's the yeah. way with everybody yeah. right so i've gotten filipino i've gotten hawaiian uh, i've got oh okay i think i think i've gotten Vietnamese. i can see i can see the hawaiian i, I can hawaiian? see the hawaiian yeah yeah, yeah. But I, I think like, yeah, no, I, I think, yeah, yeah, people say stuff like they just want to throw out random countries like like a dart, right? Like a dartboard, like, oh, let's see if it sticks. Yeah. Because I've definitely have friends like who also have, or even like myself, like people don't know, they would just 
like stomach and questions like oh but what kind of asian are you mm-hmm. uh usually, yeah. usually it's a white usually it's a white person asking that but uh no like <laughs> it's sometimes like it's those kind of questions that you know obviously makes people roll their eyes because you're like well i'm of canadian right i was born here so yeah. that's mm-hmm. that, at the end of the yeah. day that's probably the main that's the most important identity to you and i think like because my dark hair it really looks it makes me look eight a lot more Asian than more I actually Asian, yeah. am. Mm-hmm. And I have like the stubby Asian eyelashes too. <laughs> it's oh. so frustrating. My little brother, he yeah. has such long eyelashes. And oh, I was like, you don't okay. even need that. <laughs> like, that's not fair. But no, I got the dark hair jeans, definitely. But the funny mm-hmm. thing is, it's it's thick. It's really thick, like my mom's. So, mm-hmm. and my mom's the white one, right? So mm-hmm. it's just yeah. interesting how that all played. But I think... Uh, I got my darker skin from my dad. Honestly, he looks Hawaiian, but even though he's, mm. you know, Chinese. Okay. But yeah. I think that's where people think that I'm kind of more Hawaiian than I am, you know, Chinese. Yeah. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, Ashley, uh, you know, we, we learned a bit more about your, your backgrounds, but I, I want to hear more about like, you, you know, <laughs> you growing up, you said you got brothers. And then the thing we want to also talk about is, your your love your love of fitness like did that kind of grow when you're like you know a younger age were you really active when you were a kid too um you know what i think i just the age i am i'm 22 so kind of came right before like phones became huge with like younger kids Mm -hmm. so i would honestly spend most of my childhood outside just in my neighborhood like riding the scooter or just like you know playing in the snow or playing different sports and stuff and then throughout uh just school like uh intermediate and like secondary school like i i would I was very athletic, so I would kind of join whatever sport was in season. So I played like volleyball, basketball, track and field, ultimate frisbee, uh, badminton, like all these different things. I, Damn, you, you check all the lists. Like soccer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was pretty active as a kid. Mm-hmm. But then after like after high school, I never got to I never focused on one sport I wanted to join varsity but I just I just didn't I just did it all throughout high school so I think like after all the sports I really miss all the sports and then post high school that's when I started getting more into like actual fitness like going to the gym and staying fit because I was the only kind of um, outlet that I had to do that so I think it I guess if we're talking in terms of like going to the gym and stuff, that's when I really started to get into it. And then, of course, I started studying kinesiology when I got Mm -hmm. out of high school, too. Right. So learning a lot about the body and exercise Mm -hmm. science and how that all kind of connects together. So I think, yeah, right after high school, that's when I really got into it. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of the same for a lot of people. Like you said, like uh, the gym was this thing that people go in high school. Well, first of all, most gyms don't allow you in there until you're at least 16, even a community center. True. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, growing up as a kid, you have the time, your parents encourage you to play sports, uh, team sports and such. And you, when you get older, you're like, oh, crap, like I don't have time to literally <laughs> go play sports all the time but you still want to stay active. So that's where the gym yeah. obviously comes into play. Um, you you mentioned like kinesiology, like what got kind of got you to decide to take that path? Was it because it was just like all the active sports and lifestyle or is there some other reason that got you to choose that one? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it wasn't until the end of high school where I really knew. 
And then because I was part of a sports team at my school, our athletic department had a kinesiologist come in and train our athletes. And that so there's something different about that trainer. He would always like say the why of things, like why we do this. So why we do this exercise for this part of the body or what it does for our bodies or whatever. And then obviously being an athlete, I always got injuries as well. <laughs> Every basketball season, I would get yeah. a sprained ankle or something. Oh my God. Tell me about it. So, yeah. It's <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. I think that really got me looking into more about the body pertaining mm. to fitness okay. and, you know, being active. So that's why, I don't know, I, there was just such a fascination learning about you know the why of things not just do it because it's good for you but like why why are we doing this right? Why, right? Yeah. so that's yeah so that's how i got into this and then i started at douglas college and then i just transferred i'm at ubc now finishing my uh, bachelor's in kinesiology mm -hmm. so when i started my sports science diploma at douglas like honestly it was just so applicable to my life just like when I was learning more about fitness and the body, I found it really interesting. And I found myself sharing all this stuff with people. Mm -hmm. And that, well, this is actually what led me to my blog, which led to my Instagram, which is how I know you guys. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I just find it interesting. That's, that's basically it. Yeah. Nice. So what do you do, Ashley? So I know you, you're in kinesiology, but do you do anything related to that? Um, you know, outside of school? Uh, is that part of your part time job being um, I guess I guess that related to like I guess being a personal trainer, right? Is that is that something that you do on the side? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I recently started as a personal trainer at Club Sixteen mm -hmm. just this September. So I just got into that. It's definitely a, like a job more towards like the career that I that I want to pursue. Yeah. Okay. So I've gotten into that and I've been able to apply like all my knowledge about the body and about like injuries and stuff like that to training. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised how many people walk in with like their injuries, you know? Yeah, so I know. Yeah. It's been really sure. but, but, that, yeah. but that's true though. It's like a lot mm -hmm. of people are not um, practicing with good form. Um, mm -hmm. I know like because I went to the gym this morning and we were doing like dumbbell deadlifts and mm -hmm. this person that was beside me mm -hmm. they were just like bending their back like over like rounded like back and they <laughs> were just and every time they come up they were just jerking like like you know just trying to oh, because no. they were trying to rush the motion because the weights were obviously oh, too heavy for them and they were okay. getting tired so yeah it was yeah. like all the wrong steps and mm -hmm. it just looked yeah. really bad like mm -hmm. you're just asking for an injury i think most I people yeah come yeah, in so you, and they're not yeah. experienced yeah, for sure. Oh, so you I gotta know the why, right? Because the reason I ask because I I, yeah. I used to have a personal trainer, and I think a lot of the personal trainers they all had they, they all they've taken kinesiology as one of the you know their major, uh, so they know they can tell you the why of doing things, and they will sort of help you guide you through all the sort of the the workouts and things that you're doing, and tell you what are you doing wrong, and this is how you can fix it. So I think that's really important, and it's good to know that you're also a part time personal trainer. So how long have you been working at Club Sixteen? Uh, just in September. So what is that? September, yeah. October, November, December. Four months. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, four months. Okay, yeah, that's pretty recent. Yeah. Prior, yeah. Yeah. Just just prior to that, like during COVID and everything, I mm -hmm. well, I've been sort of building Ashley's Fit as a, a brand of mine, and okay. and so I kind of just started. Well, because I already had my training certification, like the year before, I just never got into it yet, like working mm -hmm. as a personal trainer. 
So I would kind of practice like helping my friends with different things. And okay, then, okay. and then they would see results and they would tell me and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like I helped one of my friends lose like 20 pounds uh, in one month. He's like, wow. he's almost lost like 50 pounds now. And it's amazing. Just the progress in his fitness and nutrition. But mm -hmm. anyways, I, so I, I posted about that. I was just so proud of him. And, and then people started like DMing me and we're like, Hey, like, Oh my mm. gosh, I need help. Like, I really want you to train me and stuff. Okay. And I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I never, I was going to take summer off, but then people wanted to get started. So I was like, okay. So I kind of started my own like little independent personal training oh, business okay. Before, okay. right before club 16. Mm -hmm. And then okay. I transitioned into club 16 because I just really wanted, um, to experience, I don't know, more of the business side of things. Like how, just, how okay. how working in a company works because i was mm -hmm. just doing it yeah. virtually myself oh, right I see, I see. but okay. then it's a lot different doing one-on-one -on -one in person with someone yeah with the gym right so i really okay. wanted to experience that so. how, how was that like how was that like trying to do like obviously with your you started your own business like during covid which is you know you record you found the opportunity which is great because uh wayne and i always talk about how um, you know a lot of people right now obviously are struggling trying to to uh, either find different things to do or, or to pivot their career uh, during COVID, but you've, you've been able to do that by starting a, a brand new business. But how, how, is, how is the whole like kind of virtual, um, you know, one-on-one -on -one as a trainer? Because I've, I've done like Zoom workouts and I find them kind of janky just because like yeah. bad connections, uh, the trainer has a camera and then like they don't aim at the full body. And so you're like, okay, I can't really see exactly what you're doing. Yeah, so I just think I'm following it right. Uh, but what's it, what's that like? What's the challenge to that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously it's different. There are ways to work around it. You just got to make sure your communication is good to set yourself up well. So definitely something that you got to focus on is, you know, camera angle. So I would always start with my computer on my desk and then I would always end up bringing it to the ground because I was on the ground, you know, showing mm -hmm. different exercises because a lot of it is body weight or dumbbells and resistance bands right at home. So camera angle is good. Lighting's got to be good. So I would always tell my clients to like, you know, turn on your light or go towards like a window or something and have an open space because I don't, you know, want them to get hurt. Obviously I would have their emergency contact and everything, but you know, just, just precautionary stuff, right? That you gotta take in consider into consideration. So it was an adjustment, but I learned, I, honestly, I think it helps me learn a lot of body weight exercises and resistance bands. So I'm not relying on equipment, but I'm kind of, you know, getting creative. No, that's that's amazing. But actually, actually, before we talk more about your career, I, I kind of want to jump back mm -hmm. a little bit about with like you know yeah. talk about your family is like so you started your business and you took kinesiology. Mm -hmm. You know everything is kind of more like you said like body science and fitness related. How did your was your parents receptive to that? Like your family, like that you decided to go down this uh, this career path and this interest. What what was their reaction to it? <clears throat> yeah they my family is very supportive so fortunately like i was super blessed that they were always in support of me whatever i wanted to do and you know if i ever i don't know needed some motivation or i needed some direction i feel like they had more direction for me than, than i did or you know i was like yeah. pray because i was like oh my gosh like is this what i should do i i don't know 
and I don't know what I'm capable of. So I kind of just worked my way through it and they supported me. So yeah, they were, they were a huge help and they were never like against any of my dreams. They were always for my dreams. So I was really blessed. No, that's, that's really good to hear because like, yeah. you know, Wayne, I think uh, we, we had talked about this kind of off offline is that mm -hmm. uh, yep. Asian, Asian culture or Asian families, like their whole viewpoint towards like fitness or, mm -hmm. or sports is very different. Like sports is just like a thing you do on a side or some people, yeah. like I know a lot of Asian family don't even encourage to exercise. It, it's just yeah, it's true. Really, yeah. bizarre thing. It is true. Because, it's actually same. Yeah, same to my uh, applies to my family as well. Like uh, my my parents usually tell me to not to play sports because I used to play the piano, right? They said that if I play oh, yeah. basketball, I might injure my finger. And then how do I play, play piano afterwards? <laughs> but I think for Ashley, it's a little different because your parents are like you said, you're more uh, whitewashed, right? Because your parents are more yeah. You know, they're more related to the Western culture than the, the I guess the Asian culture. So I guess it's more yeah. normal for you to do all that kind of stuff. And I'm so happy to hear that you're you know <laughs> you get to do all that stuff. I wish I could do um, <laughs> play more sports growing up. Instead I have to play the piano, I have to study. That's what I have to do. Oh, sure it's okay. I have to do that too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I spent like a super busy schedule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I still remember like my yeah. my parents and stuff. Like not just yeah. my parents, my family. They would say stuff. It's like, oh, uh, don't play soccer because then you'll get you will stay like really short. And then I'm just like, you what? Know, like, or <laughs> yeah, or they would be like, or don't go to, <laughs> don't go sense. to the gym. Don't go to the gym because you stop going, you're gonna get like super fat. And I was like, well, okay, first what? of all, you don't exercise, <laughs> you are gonna get fat. Like it, it's just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, because they're like, oh, you're gonna get too bulky. Um, oh, I, okay. I hear it a lot. And some of my like Asian female friends, yeah, um, relatives, uh -huh. they would like cousins and stuff. Uh, they would like their parents would be like, oh no, you, you shouldn't be too active. You're gonna get too muscly. Like you know, like, that's okay. it's this perception of Asian yeah. beauty, and I yeah. find that it really an issue and, it, and yeah. it goes to and it causes mm -hmm. like people thinking so when you mentioned that you play sports or you mm -hmm. want to pursue yeah. a career to be active uh mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of asian like family or ho households are kind of against that um it is really a bizarre thing because on one hand they will every time asian families when they they see you or asian relatives they first thing they say is like oh either oh you're too fat you've been eating too much or you're too skinny they always comment about weight and appearance uh, so i was saying that like asian families they when you see your relatives i don't know about you actually on, on the asian side of your family uh i always get that whole um oh you've you look like you gained weight or you lost too much weight like it's always those are the first two things they always comment on right it's always appearance it's always a weight thing so they care so much about weight but then on the other hand they don't associate that with exercise they just somehow expect you to just like be be in shape without doing anything yeah. about it and then if you mention that you're going to go exercise or like oh why are you going to the gym you're going to get like too buff you're going to get too muscly you're going to hurt yourself and it, it's just this bizarre like um hypocrisy where they want you to be looking really good but then they don't want you to do anything about it. it probably goes back yeah. to that food thing. <laughs> How food is really big in our culture, right? So, yeah. yeah. You know. Do like, you actually? But yeah, for you, you like. Fed, but. Yeah. So for you, it must be tough, right? Because you're trying to do like nutrition and everything, and then like Chinese food is not known to be uh, super healthy. Sometimes, like you know, with, with a lot of oil, you may have deep fried. It, that must be tough to juggle, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Honestly 
like I, I guess I don't eat too much Chinese food, like here and there. So like I guess balance is good, or that's what I tell myself to make me find myself feel better <laughs> about that, about eating it. But also, I just have just like personally, people are gonna probably hate me, but just my metabolism, mm-hmm. it's just really like fast. So like. I don't gain weight easily. I actually go to the gym to gain weight and not to like lose weight. I go to the gym. You're one of those. You're one of those people. Yeah. (laughs) I'm one of those. So so I go to the gym to gain a little bit of muscle. I think I think a lot of the you know, the when people say like, Oh, I don't want you to get too bulky is particularly for females, I feel like. Which I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. like we can be toned too. I think People think if you go to the gym, you're just going to get bulky and really mm-hmm. muscular and stuff like that, right? But there's a way to do it so you're toned and just slender, but not like bulky, yes. right? Actually, actually, please, for female listeners, let's just clear the air. You, as someone who is certified and experienced, like, <laughs> please clear the air. Please clear all the misconceptions right now. Like, women can work out without yes. being bulky without yeah. going through the all the all the negative stereotypes of course of course it looks it's good like you just feel good right it's not only for looks but you just you feel good you're mentally prepared for yourself and you just kind of let out steam when you're working mm-hmm. out too yeah. and i don't know like i i just like feeling fit having a healthy heart um being toned so yeah i don't know Okay. Do you actually do you take any? Definitely work out. Yeah. Do you take any like supplements um, before or after workout? Is that something that you recommend or? Oh, supplements. Yeah. So sometimes I take pre-workout, but yeah, most of the time I try not to because I just feel like honestly Mm -hmm. you can get the energy that you need from food or oh yes yes coffee or whatever yeah yeah I mean don't drink too much coffee because it's a diuretic so it's gonna make you go washroom and be dehydrated and stuff that's true (laughs) um yeah as for you know other supplements like protein Mm -hmm. powder yeah it's obviously it's not like necessary right it's in the word like supplement it supplements Mm -hmm. your Mm -hmm. food right like natural food already it's just good for like quick on the go on the go stuff yeah but it's definitely good because people like me i feel like i don't get enough protein intake Mm -hmm. for my body Mm -hmm. so it's just good you know add like a quick 25 35 grams of protein uh with one cup right Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah, it definitely works and uh, going sorry just reminding me going back to like the woman thing like just you know being strong having strong muscles yes Mm -hmm. supplements but you know there's we want, we want to have strong bones too because women yeah. we're more prone to getting osteoporosis which yeah. people mm-hmm. don't know mm-hmm. yeah. okay. it's the disintegrating of bones so yeah. when you work out you're not only working your muscles but you're actually building your bone density which oh. is going to help later on as we grow older because yeah. of the force and the you know the weight bearing and stuff like that mm-hmm. while you're working mm-hmm. out it'll help with that yeah. so it's good. Well, that's all good to know. I have no idea bones. about that. Yeah. The bones. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, this is like a yeah. reason I'm asking about supplements because um, I know like even including my sister, uh, she used to go to the gym regularly, but uh, mm-hmm. she's saying like you know she's afraid to gain too much muscle mass or weight by going to the gym, so she doesn't take any supplements. But then some people are telling her you maybe you should like for a pre workout because mm-hmm. that give you that extra energy boost, something yeah. like that. But I guess you can get that from from food, right? So. That kind of yeah, clears up. Yeah, cool. 
yeah and i wouldn't yeah. even say like supplement yeah. has a huge like mm -hmm. factor in like oh you're gonna gain weight like yes yeah. and no mm -hmm. it depends on what you take though is, is it yeah yeah exactly yeah depends on what you take but also yeah. just in the gym there's a certain way to train um, oh, like okay. for example yeah. if you if uh -huh. you want to be like more tone and slender you want to mm -hmm. do higher reps and lower sets so like 15 to 20 reps or I do okay. around like 15, 15 reps. Yeah. For yeah, yeah. training endurance and light, okay. a lighter weight. Mm. And then, but if you want to get like bulkier and like you want to gain strength, you want to do more lower reps and mm -hmm. like, let's say like three, three or more sets or whatever. And you want to do higher weight. So you like really want to be struggling right? at the mm, end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So well, that, that's Wayne actually what just gave down. a, Wayne actually just gave <laughs> the perfect little example of what I was just talking about where, yeah. Asian or like female like perception yeah. is I like oh I don't want to work out yeah. or I don't want to mm -hmm. work out too much because I'm gonna gain weight and get bulky. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, not, that's not always yeah. the case, right? Like you don't go to the gym just yeah. to, to get bulky. You, you know you, you want to be fit, uh, be more healthy. And then and like Ashley said, it actually also improves your I guess your how do you call that the bone? What do you bone what's density. the proper way? Bone density. Yes. Yeah. See that I don't know. You can actually do that by going to the gym. I thought it was all for the muscle. Yeah. See that's something new that I learned today as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool there so, you go so yeah. <laughs> yeah so ashley right now like you know you're you're going through school and mm -hmm. you've also kind of got like your nutrition coach certification and personal uh, fit, uh trainer certification your clients like what what's like kind of like their their background or their age range like are they mostly like mm -hmm. uh caucasians are they are they asians uh you know yeah. age range like uh students i get like honestly a huge variety <laughs> so yeah. i've had anywhere from like my age like 22 to like 80 years old <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, wow very wide range oh my gosh very, very. she's so cute she, <laughs> she just wants to like learn the equipment and like you know yeah. be healthy for her age mm -hmm. right and mm -hmm. be able to like mm -hmm. you know that's amazing. That's adorable. Like yeah. That. So Which it's, like, it's like a grandmother, right? Like a grandmother yeah. who just <laughs> wants to be mobile, right? Yeah. Okay. That makes me feel bad. No, I feel like okay. Even you know, um, your your eighty year old clients going to the gym. What am I doing here? I'm just yeah. here sitting here, be flat. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, no, that's... but well, I mean, I would say most of my clients yeah. are probably yeah. younger, okay. like younger women, because. Younger. A lot of women that come into the gym, yeah. they prefer female trainers. I guess just because mm, we know their yeah. body types more, right? Okay, okay. And okay. and true, probably yeah. again, they don't want to be bulky like men or whatever, right? Yeah, There's true. that stigma. Yeah. So <laughs> I because people come in asking for female trainers, I have like all female <laughs> female clients. <laughs> That's amazing. So yeah. honestly, it always comes down to like lose fat, grow booty. Grow arm strength, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like basically, so, when you yeah. ask them, is like, what is your goal? They would always say the same thing. It's like, I want to lose like all my stomach fat. I want to have a, a nice yeah, butt, yeah, yeah. and I want to, <laughs> I want to, I want to like some definition, but not like yeah. bulky shoulders. And then, yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure exactly. they would show they would show a picture of like mm -hmm. Gal Gadot as a Wonder Woman or yeah. like Scarlett Johansson <laughs> as Black yeah. Widow. You know, like yeah. like the superhero look, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can I almost imagine that because yeah. like my female friends have have like they basically say the same thing they would be like oh i want like to look good like this i want to fit into that dress i mm -hmm. i want to look like this celebrity um and <laughs> I, I find that like right now like asian culture is like, I, even though we were just talking about how um 
there's that ignorance or there's certain stereotypes on, on fitness. Now it's starting to change, in my opinion, like the, the extreme where everyone's like really into fitness, but not necessarily knowing what they're getting themselves <laughs> into, but they're very into fitness because there's yeah. like K-pop idols who are now like everybody has to be super fit. All the guys have to have like six pack. And so therefore, like all the other, like people who follow those, like, you know, now are like, oh my God, I need to look like them. I need to look like this celebrity. Yeah, yeah. I need to look like the superhero. Um, but yeah, like uh, that's really interesting. Yeah, no, that's, understand. yeah. yeah that's, that's why like actually I think yeah. I was asking about why, um, like like what kind of clientele did you get and and what they asked mm -hmm. for, right? So I, I guess yeah, what, what do you tell them though? What did you tell them when they when they come in and said like I want to I want you know bigger booty I want uh, you know to lose weight like what what do you <laughs> kind of go back? It's like are they being realistic or do you kind of have to guide them to be like hey this is what you got to do? Yeah, uh, I think it's a little bit of both coming from both ends. Both need to work with each other. So mm -hmm. I usually tell them, you know, like I would love to see you, you know, three times a week is would be ideal, especially if you're starting out to be with a trainer. So then, you know, if you come in three week, three times a week with me, you can, you know, come in once or twice yourself and just do cardio so that when you're in with me, I can focus more on like the weight training. So like all your form and, yeah. and stuff like that. Right. So I, I recommend that because a three-day split is what I find to be best just because I tend to do like an upper body split, a lower body split, and then a, a third day, like a full body circuit. So that way I'm hitting okay. both muscles or like, sorry, all your muscles like twice in the week, or, you know, and then mm -hmm. if you want to lose weight, then for the circuit, I try to do some hit stuff. So just more yeah. high intensity stuff just to yeah shed a little more energy and then yeah that's i guess kind of the main way i go to go about it of course this is not to say one size fits all right you're still yeah. working mm -hmm. with yeah. with a variety of backgrounds goals injuries stuff mm -hmm. like that yeah. this is just like a main recommendation just mm -hmm. if you want a trainer i find that works best yeah but that's why you're here right like you tailor the program to the yeah. individual and help them with their needs because everyone's different but so like yeah, you, yeah. you talk a lot about like the the fitness side what about the nutrition side of things like what, what's that saying yeah. uh abs are abs aren't made in the gym they're built in the kitchen or something like that exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh i always tell my clients you know fitness and nutrition go hand in hand so you could be in here in the gym with me working hard sweating your butt off but you know, when you're at home, you're at home more than you are than when you're with me in the gym, right? So you could be eating a bunch of junk and it's not doing any good, right? It's kind of evening it out. So yeah. I always go through their nutrition with them. Whenever we do, uh, we give like a free consultation, like an assessment. Mm -hmm. And I would always ask about nutrition and then kind of go about, you know, what do you eat in a day? Like, just give me an example of a meal that you have. So then we can go over and talk about maybe things that we can cut down on, maybe smaller portions or just what you can incorporate more of, like protein versus carbs and fats or whatever. But I always make sure everyone has a variety of things. Mm -hmm. And I also make sure they're actually eating because a lot oh, of yeah. a big, mm -hmm. uh, a big um, no-no is just starving yourself if you want to lose weight. Because yeah. then your body goes into, you know, starvation mode and it just kind mm -hmm. of conserves every last bit of food you have as fat in order to survive, okay. right? So oh. that's what we don't want to do. 
we okay. want our bodies to keep like eating, just work on portion control, right? So yeah. So how do you make sure that Definitely. they they actually do what what you say at home? Like, do you check up on them yeah. regularly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I check up with them, and like yeah. I talk. Some people love learning about nutrition too, which is perfect because mm -hmm. I like teaching mm -hmm. about it. Okay, I've done lots nice. of research on it in my own time, Good. especially okay. fad diets like keto and stuff like that. Yeah. People are always fascinated and like, should I do it? Like, I've heard about it, but like, bad, <laughs> so you know, I'm yeah. not sure if that's gonna work. Well, so actually, we're that. gonna we're gonna talk more about this diet. I'm gonna I'm gonna quiz <laughs> you. We're gonna get more into detail because we want yeah. you to break it right. down for us. But like all like right. Wayne, Wayne was saying, like right now with like all the nutrition, like your clients, do you? especially with zoom and everything do you almost like do a video call it's like show me what's on your plate like like i i can see you on instagram <laughs> you posted this uh this uh video of you going to the bubble tea shop it's like do you do, you, do you be like, no do not drink this do not eat this <laughs> you, you have well, to go I, down that route i try to be like not like a really mean personal trainer like okay, okay. Heard of everything yeah, yeah but i do check out on them like Okay. Especially for my morning clients, why well, I tend to work more morning mm -hmm. shifts anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I ask them, you know, like, did you eat today? Like your breakfast or just like a little something before your workout? Because a lot of them come in super tired and mm -hmm. like very, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, leggy. Yeah. So, and they're most often the, the answer is like, no, like I only, I didn't eat anything or whatever. Right. So not only nutrition for the side of like, losing weight and gaining weight and whatever but also just making sure you have the energy that you need for working yeah, out of course, and yeah. making sure like you're uh replenishing yourself after your workout so mm -hmm, yeah. i sometimes inspire them to like meal prep if you don't have time mm -hmm. just you know yeah. do that or i ask yeah. like you know how's your how's your nutrition lately you know what have you been eating and they'll they'll usually tell me like hey, like I kind of like splurged on chocolate <laughs> this week or whatever because they were craving it. So they're pretty open yeah. with it. They'll be like, I was really good Monday to Thursday. Then Friday, I went out <laughs> and like went off the rails and, and then the weekend just yeah. kept going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know because I I can be I can be like that too, uh, and yeah. I'm always working on my my own nutrition. I found that um, during COVID I had to readjust my diet, uh, and I think I talked to Wayne about this because like it, early in March, like it got pretty crazy. I I was working out less because the gyms were shut down, but then like yeah. I was eating so I was eating the same amount. Um, but like so Ashley, like you gave a lot of. Uh, advice to people who want to get into fitness or who want to uh you know who needs like you know the nutrition and the diet tips uh mistakes that you know that people often make like you, you said not eating or starving themselves but what about advice for people who want to get into your role basically who wants to become like a fitness trainer a certified fitness trainer or like a nutrition coach like what would kind of things that you would recommend that they would learn they need to do they need to understand like some of the things that you may not expect you need to know but you should mm -hmm. honestly i think the biggest thing just always be open to learning just do do your own research on things and i say this because i really feel like education lacks in the fitness industry I feel like they've made personal uh, training certifications so easily accessible to people and yeah. they don't really dive deeper, right? They just kind of go by the book like, oh, I need to pass my test. So I need to know this stuff for the test, right? 
But learning more applicable stuff to your general audience is something that I feel like we need to work on, which is why I, I am in this industry because I really want to change that. So always be open to learning and the stuff that you learn, make sure it's based off like uh, scientific studies, not just mm -hmm. like anything from right. the internet or yeah, whatever, right? Bro science, right? They call it oh, yeah. the bro yeah. science stuff. Oh my God, there's so much <laughs> yeah. of that on the internet. It, yeah. It's ridiculous, yeah. right? People are like, oh, oh you should so do sets this there. way. You should take this supplement with that. Like, oh my God. Like, yeah, you don't no, know who to trust. Right? Yeah. yeah. And honestly, without studying this myself, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know, right? I wouldn't mm -hmm. know that this is wrong or whatever, yeah. right? If anyone says something with confidence, it's believable, right? So, mm -hmm. no, you know, look at your sources. And with science, like, everything is always um i don't know being tested and like there's always something new coming out for example with like injuries like before we used to say put up your ankle if it's sprained or whatever and don't move right just rest it well now science is saying like you know once pain has subsided get your get your ankle moving in its range of motion reason being is because it gets blood flowing and the blood is what carries yeah. the healing properties that we need in order for the ankle to get better right so so just keeping up oh, okay. with the latest yeah. stuff, um, learn, yeah, learning, learning your clients too. like know that rare occasion, your client is going to come in. If you're a personal trainer, your client's going to come in like injury free or, you know, yeah. physical, any, they might have physical ailments or whatever. Right. So know their physical condition and know common injuries like low back pain, sciatica, neck pain, uh, ankle sprained, you know, mm -hmm. shooting pain. A lot of people don't know the difference between muscle pain and nerve pain. So mm -hmm. I actually, I'm actually shocked the amount of people that have nerve yeah. pain and some people don't even realize, but nerve pain is if you feel like a shooting pain or like a sharp, mm -hmm. sharp shooting pain in your body, yeah. most common is sciatica. I know and mm -hmm. I've studied a lot of it because I've actually had it. Yeah. And so just knowing what to do and what not to do based on the conditions that they have yeah. is super yeah. important. It is, yeah. I heard this trainer, you know, this this older guy, he went to a trainer, he had a you know, low back pain. One of the main reasons for, you know, low back pain to happen is because they have, you know, a weak core, maybe tight hip flexor or whatever. It could yeah. be anything, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the main things. And so he went to a trainer and asked, like, hey, like, I want to get rid of my low back pain. What do I do? And he was like, okay, yeah, weak core probably. So he gave him an ab exercise. He gave him Russian twists, which, yes, it works your abs, but it yeah. does really hard on your back. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, you know, it's doing more hard than good. So knowing the body pertaining yeah. to fitness, right, okay. and their condition and everything that goes with it. So I would say just study up on your injuries, like yeah. the common ones, what people come in with and mm -hmm. tailor tailor your workouts to them right to, to their yeah. goals to their injuries to their background their age because i find i feel like i see a lot of trainers kind of do the same thing with with every client they have right and it's just that's just not yeah. how it works um mm -hmm. so just you know pay attention pay attention to that just be really personable with your clients so yeah no, that's people. really good yeah because actually, like I, I've like Wayne, I've also had personal trainers in the past before, um, and I do like the group fitness stuff. And it, yeah, I, I found one of the issues that people were like they just try to apply like a blanket program to people, mm -hmm. and it doesn't work. But it sounds like you you try to do something that's different, and that's uh, you know 
tailored for a bit for everyone that's different. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, like I know, I, and that's that's really great to hear. But yeah, like thanks yeah. for explaining about like your job and and kind of thing to us. Like so, I I want to move on a little bit away from just like you know obviously your your role but i also still want to talk about like your fitness outside of work <laughs> i i guess for yourself you know we we talk about like your work and what you do for your clients but now especially with covid like what do you do like what is your own kind of fitness routine now with covid and the challenges like i think some gyms are open but for a while there like no gyms were open like especially for yourself like you're someone who's like okay i need to have to maintain top shape otherwise how can i motivate my clients like what what did you what were your challenges like and how did you get around that oh that was tough (laughs) even as a (laughs) coming from a personal trainer like it's hard to stay motivated you know at home without a gym right because when you go to the gym you're there to work out but when you're at home Mm -hmm. there's so many other things that you could do yeah true so finding I guess, first of all, just different exercises to do that, you know, keep you, I guess, entertained and interested mm-hmm. in what you're doing and then following through with actually doing it. So I found that it was super hard just to kind of get to working out by myself. So sometimes I would uh, FaceTime or Skype or whatever my friend and we would just kind of work out together and plan a little training thing and go through it. We had like a plan. So yeah. that we would actually do it, right? And then we would keep each other accountable with that. Or thankfully in the summertime, we were able to do, I don't know if you guys heard of the Coquitlam Crunch. It's just like an yes. outside Stairmaster cool. kind of mini hike thing. It's like, so it's it's like Coquitlam? Coquitlam? Do you think it's Coquitlam Sorry. Crunch? Coquitlam? Yeah. yeah the Coquitlam oh, Crunch. Okay. oh, okay. No, never heard of that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but it's actually it's, super it's like the gross. It's like gross grind, but then it's like uh, less stairs, right? Okay, okay. I can't yeah. do grouse anymore, so maybe I'll try that one day. Uh, I'll probably still tie, but <laughs> yeah, no, you know, why not? <laughs> try, try the Coquitlam Crunch. So we would do yeah, that because okay. I'm a Tri Cities girl, right? So that was super yeah, close yeah. to home, super close to my gym, too. So I would do that outside or just go for walks or bike or try to be active. And outside, anything just to keep right? moving, right? Yeah, yeah, anything exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it was tough, definitely. No, you're you're thinking about like yeah, you're thinking about working out with friends and and like other people as a motivator is really key. I remember, especially in the summer when when gyms weren't open, and at first I was working out in my garage and by myself, and then Mm -hmm. I noticed my neighbors were doing like out like you know just kind of a group fitness like it was just like maybe burpees and push-ups or whatever and squats Mm -hmm. but it was just like you're together and they they saw me working out like in my garage like hey you should join us and then at first i was like oh i'll just do my own thing but after a while i was like you know what maybe i'll join them and it turned into this like twice a week thing and everyone starts designing their own program while like I, I think the main thing was just like the social aspect was really important because mm-hmm. um, yeah, everyone's true. workout was different. Uh, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, it was just the fact that, like you said, just keep moving, uh, just keep kind of going. Because w- yeah. Wayne and I actually talked about we were going to do like our own Zoom call and we're going to do a, do a, do a uh, exercise thing together too. So I got, I got to design something for Wayne. But I think maybe what we'll do is nice. we'll, co- we'll go to Ashley. We'll go to Ashley for maybe a workout. Maybe three of us can do it together. We can yeah. do like a Anytime. Instagram live. Yeah. I'm just gonna Instagram, no, I don't think we'll do it live. <laughs> maybe dead. We'll have Ashley run a Zoom call. We'll have Ashley run a Zoom call or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll, she'll lead us through a workout. She'll That's lead us fun. Through a workout. I love it. That's actually really I fun. I love it. Speaking I of Instagram or uh, social media, I was going to ask Ashley, like, um, 
Has yeah. any of your clients follow you on your your uh, your Instagram account? Like, do they follow you at all? Yeah, they do. Yeah, a few of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because did you yeah did you sort of advertise your your uh, your I guess your Instagram account to to your clients? Because I think that's really cool. If you know now that with uh, the gyms being closed, I, I guess that they can it'd be a good way for them to actually follow you on your Instagram account because you show a lot of good tips yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Fortunately, the gym that I'm at, we're still mm -hmm. open, just oh. obviously with adjusted regulations and oh, stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But okay. now, um, obviously, because I like keeping it professional. But if mm -hmm. they ask right. about my Instagram, you know, I don't want to like okay. go into my job and like kind of promote yeah. myself, right? Oh, okay, or just okay. you know my oh. other side. Yeah. Oh, I see. So okay. if they ask me for my Instagram, I'm like, oh yeah, sure, like okay. no problem. Yeah, because <laughs> so I see your account is more like. Yeah, I see your account. It looks also more like a like a actual fitness account because you do a lot of fitness contents there. So it could pass as you know yeah. as a, a, your I guess professional account instead of your your personal. So true. Yeah. No, yeah. That yeah. Is sorry. I was yeah. Like, I was thinking. Sorry. I was thinking because in Toronto, most of the gyms are closed. So I just I guess I still have mm. that Toronto mentality. I just kept thinking like all the gyms are closed right now. But I guess for BC, you guys are on lockdown, right? We are in the second, yeah, second lockdown. So yeah. all the gyms and restaurants, everything's closed, especially the gym. So that's why, like, I I've only been to the gym only a couple weeks, um, and then it got shut down again. So I do find it very hard for me to to be motivated uh, in terms of uh, you know, I guess exercising because I I can't just I just can't do it at home, like you said. Being at home, yeah, there's so much hard. other things to do. You can watch TV, you can eat. <laughs> there's so much food flying <laughs> around. Like, what do I do, right? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah Wayne did bring up a good point. Yeah. Wayne brought up a good point, though, because, like, and that's one I've, I've heard a lot of people struggle with is, yeah. and even at like, the gym I go to, are, are people that go back and forth uh, between, like, where a gym opens, then they get shut down, and then they get open and then they get shut yeah. down or they get open and then uh, <laughs> to the point where uh, you have restrictions. So right now, like in BC, it was like, okay, your gym can open, but yeah. you have you can only allow low intensity exercise, uh, oh. no high intensity. So you come okay. in with all these crazy yeah. things and, and people are like, what am I exactly doing here? Right. Yeah. So yeah. like, Ash like oh. Ashley, like, how do you how do you motivate yourself or how do, what kind of how do pe how should people motivate themselves? I mean, other, like, yes, like, go with yeah. friends if possible, but like, how, yeah. what, what are some things? Like, I find the mental part is, is really important. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Even someone asked me this too. I think it was in another podcast, actually. And one thing that I was saying, you know, motivation usually comes after action. So just get out there because once you do something, you physically do something, you feel, you feel good. And you feel more motivated to keep doing it, right? It's just that initial like, oh, I got to do that, right? You just got to put yourself out there, even if you don't feel like it. There's a lot of things yeah. that we don't feel like doing, but we just got to do it, right? So just, um, yeah, just put yourself out there. And for me, when I was feeling unmotivated, what I found helped was looking at other Instagram influencers, like fitness gurus and stuff. I mean, not, not to say that all of them are credible, but... There's yeah. some out there that <laughs> yeah. if you look carefully enough, yeah. like they have some good content, right? Mm, so yeah, it sure. just kind of motivates me like, oh, they're working out. Like why, what excuse do I have? Why am I sitting <laughs> on my couch, right? So, <laughs> so just surrounding yourself yeah. with people that will encourage you to get on the right track and, and push you. And 
get a friend, like I said, to motivate you to do it together. So especially because COVID, we were all missing that social aspect too, right? So I think yeah. that brought an element in, like you were saying, Wayne. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, that's that's good, like, Ashley. And then I think, yeah, that's a lot of people having this issue with the whole uh, workout from home and, and just being at home and cooped up all the time. So, but I also, so now like I want to, Go on. We we talked a little bit about this before about the whole fad diet, and you said you know about some of this stuff. I I want for once and for all, let's debunk some of this stuff or get your thoughts and opinions <laughs> on some of this, like fad diets, uh, crazy workout gears. Like there's a, it's I, I find that fitness is one of those ones, just like fashion. It goes through cycles. It goes through trends. Mm. Uh, mm. People are like, oh yeah, you should work on this. Uh, you know, for a while it was about CrossFit got really big, so everyone jumped onto that. <laughs> then spin class, so you know, like Soul Cycle, so everybody mm-hmm. signed up. Like I, I was part of that, and now like rock climbing's a thing. So everybody mm. like you know went, went <laughs> it's piling up at the local rock climbing gym. Everyone's trading in their their bike shoes for climbing shoes. Like I, I want to go into some of those fads and everything, and, and get what you, uh, and get your kind of opinion. So Ooh. I. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just like big coffee. You know? yeah. <laughs> coffee, coffee. But yeah, yeah, I, um, I find like so right now with uh, w- the work from home, a lot of people are like struggling to to get like uh, fitness equipment or or, or you know like mm-hmm. people were like reselling dumbbells. So there's all these like kind of work. Uh, it's all about like the whole work at home gear. Uh, people are doing stuff like. Yeah. The, the peloton bikes uh these smart fitness equipment like all these mirrors and all this <laughs> kind of stuff and and subscription based like workouts um and th- through the apps like everyone's releasing their own yeah. uh, like like monthly subscription uh, workouts like how, how what, what's your opinion yeah. yeah what's your opinion on those right like are there are there do you think they're good they're effective or are there particular ones you would recommend i mean i think it goes back to narrowing down uh, what like what your goal is and where you come from because everyone has a different kind of body and where they want to get to. So I think definitely it's it's good just in terms of the fact that it gives you different ideas and it gives you probably like a program and a plan to stick with because I think that's a big struggle for most people that they just don't have something to stick with. They're just kind of going through the motions right they don't have anything to strive for so i think it definitely helps in that aspect and as far as maybe like um all the equipment and stuff goes i think it's great like i feel like people are preparing for another lockdown just in case or something (laughs) but hopefully like getting equipment in your gym helps but i even know some people that you know they get they equip their house with like this home gym and everything, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. they're just, they're it's still crazy. motivated. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Some people are like, they build a full gyms and other people were like, they're showing off their woodwork. They're like, Oh yeah, I couldn't get like a squat yeah. rack. So I built my own, like this wooden platform. And it's crazy. So I, I guess like yeah. if you, if we had, to, okay, if Wayne and I right now, we we've got nothing at home and we're now facing a lot of lockdown and we have to run out and grab whatever like like you know available equipment out there bare minimum what do you recommend that Wayne and I should grab oh good question well so when I was doing the virtual training I would require yeah. my virtual clients to have at least one set of dumbbells two would be mm-hmm. I mean ideal yeah. 
and then a set of like resistance bands and that was that was pretty good because i i could do a fair bit with that with you know Mm -hmm. body weight plus dumbbell plus you know the bands so i think those would be your staples definitely okay good to know (laughs) yeah and the resistance bands like the small little loops i feel like you can do a lot with okay yeah good and i have posted actually a workout with those yeah i see yeah (laughs) you have it you have the resistance band I got I got resistance bands. I got yeah, resistance do? bands. Oh, I've got dumbbells. I I bought the, the I bought the adjustable kettlebells, right? The, so I, oh, I was trying okay. to nice. open my my home, but the it's the dumbbells that are hardest to get. Uh, but I was mm-hmm. at the time when I was really like struggling, like I think back in May twenty twenty, yeah. uh, was I I went and bought like uh, weighted medicine balls and sandbags because yeah, they were the same weight as obviously a dumbbell, but they were half the price because. You know, people were all <laughs> scrambling to get dumbbells, but they, those other items were just left around. So I could replicate a lot of workout uh, by using like alternative equipment. But oh, it's good to hear, yeah. uh, you know, from from you yeah. that like uh, that like a resisting bands and dumbbells are enough to to mm-hmm. to at least go with, right? To get that basic workout in. Yeah. Um, I think so. so yeah. yeah. So basically, what are you telling me is we don't need to spend three thousand two hundred dollars <laughs> on a on a bike. Uh, with a forty dollars monthly subscription, we don't need like a twelve hundred dollars smart <laughs> mirror to tell us how to work out, and and also pay another hundred dollars for subscription. Yeah, like it's called mirror, and then you just like follow the mirror. Um, so we don't need all that. You just need to spend maybe like fifty bucks or so on dumbbells and resistance bands, and call it a day. And that should be enough. Yeah, you just, okay. just got to get creative at this point. If you're in your home, yeah. you just got to get creative. That's all. Okay. And then there's a lot of stuff at home you can use, right? Or if you have yeah. a skipping rope, that's cool too. Use your stairs, use your towels, use your chairs, whatever the towel, you want. Yeah. <laughs> the towel workout. workout. Famous, the famous that's towel amazing. Workout. Yeah. yeah. I saw that. I'm like, wow. There's that so was, many things that, that I don't know that I could do. Like, you know, you can just grab a towel and just start a <laughs> workout session. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool, though. I actually learned a lot of new things. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> part two. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you should get that workout. Yeah. yeah. No, we, yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for part two, too. Yes. You know, because okay, you know, we just finished uh, Christmas. <laughs> we're going to head into New Year's Eve. Uh, you know, we're going to be eating a lot this week. I just told my family, you know what, forget about dieting. Just eat as much as you want. After New Year's, we got to start doing, um, you know, home exercise. Uh, trim all the fat. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne has the whole family to do it. So that would be great. Yeah. Well, my yeah. sister is really into it too. Like she's into uh, home workouts. So. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna tell her to, to look at your uh, actually your your account so she can learn a thing or two. From you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Ashley, I guess then on the on the diet side, because once yeah. again, there's also so many uh, fads and, and and kind of thing. The first one I want to ask about is in, intermittent fasting. Uh, that one is one that like everybody uh, you hear a lot. I actually I actually try to do it myself. Um, mm-hmm. And there's all these different ones that people do. Like there's the, the I, I, at least I've heard is like the 16 and eight where like, you know, you don't eat for 16 hours, you eat within those eight hours. And, and there's all these different ones. Some people do like a 72 hour fast and it's, it's it gets crazy. What? Damn, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Some people do six, 72 oh. hour fast. I know people who've done that. Okay. Ashley, what is your opinion on, on fasting and does it, does it work? Yeah. So it goes back to what I mentioned a little bit earlier. If you, starve yourself your body is going to go in starvation and survival mode right so you're just going to store even more fat 
because you're not going to be burning. Because like when you eat, your metabolism actually goes up a little bit to digest the food, right? Because it takes energy to digest the food. So just making sure you have a balance. And what it really boils down to is not when you eat or whatever. It's it's about the caloric intake. If you want to lose fat, make sure you're in a caloric deficit. Meaning that, you know, you are consuming less calories than you are expending or yeah. So you want to be expending more energy than the food that you're taking in. Right. So as long as you're doing that, you could, you could have like a fat piece of chocolate cake. And if it's under, under the amount of calories that you would burn in a day, depending on your body type, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to lose weight. So while it does matter, like, should yeah. eat healthy foods and stuff if you want to lose weight it's down to <laughs> calories <laughs> yeah. i've always told my wife that i could i, I could do a pop tart a pop tart diet right or fried chicken diet as long as i meet the calories you know fried chicken yeah. has all the protein so okay yeah. and it's also good <laughs> to have a cheat day I mean, right yeah it's yeah, also good to have a cheat day once in a while yeah why not right but you know like the rock <laughs> the rock has cheat day too i was looking at his instagram sometimes he'll eat a lot of uh lots of pancake but stacks yeah, of pancakes. Yeah, but hey, he also has <laughs> he also has a gym that he flies with him everywhere he goes, right? So oh my God. yeah, that, that's all. Awesome. Right? Yeah, okay. Because yeah. the more muscle so, so, you have, the yeah. more you can burn. The easily you can burn, right? So you can burn it no problem. <laughs> yes. So, so Ashley, so I guess your your main thing with the whole fasting thing is, it's like, hey, you don't necessarily have to go through all that. It's just more about yeah. control controlling the calories and and yeah. making sure you don't you don't starve yourself. Yeah, I would just do portion control. Just lessen your portions of everything, mm-hmm. making sure you have a good variety of, of everything. Your carbs, fats and proteins, all your macros, mm-hmm. um, lots of micro just eat whole foods. Eat whole natural foods and you'll you're good mm-hmm. to go. Yeah yeah no i mean yeah it, it sounds it sounds like uh you know common sense but like uh, you know it, and it's challenging for for a lot of people to follow but you know, th- these are good advice that people should follow so yeah. but yeah like easier so, said than done for sure easier said than done yeah so okay so fasting something that you know if people people seem to like you know but we said hey you don't necessarily have to just make sure you have your controls well, what about stuff like you know we've got people like, like paleo diet and keto what are those? Mm-hmm. Uh, how, what, what's your opinions on those things? Uh, again, people think it's it's dependent on the diet that they go on, but it's not. Yeah. It's, it's just dependent on the amount of calories that you that you intake, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And the, the amount of calories that you expend. So that's why having a good balance of fitness and nutrition, it, it, it does go hand in hand, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know too much about paleo so like i'm not gonna say anything towards that because i don't want to give any wrong information but i know a lot about keto because that's very um it's a it's a big fad i think if you want me to dive into it uh i'm gonna go right ahead give me a minute here (laughs) the platform is all yours the platform is all yours all right all right so keto diet if people don't know what it is it, it it basically is a diet that forces you to switch energy reserves so it switches your body kind of to gain energy or use your energy from your fat rather than like your carbs or whatever right so by doing that it kind of eats away your fat but in order to get there you have to deprive your body a lot you're deprived of energy right so it 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 
causes you to cancel your carbohydrate intake and eat more fats because that's your main um, energy resource, right? Yeah. So by doing this, you know, you're encouraging eating a lot of fat and people don't know the difference between healthy and and bad fat, right? Like you have bacon and you have nuts, you have, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, steak and you have uh, avocado, right? Avocado is healthy fat. But then they're at they're eating a lot of saturated fats in order to gain energy. And, you know, that's great and all, but then like what is it doing to your arteries and your heart and your cholesterol levels, right? Like it's just yeah. kind of it's very detrimental, I think, to your health. And plus, like, when we kind of package carbs as one bad thing and take it out of our diet completely we miss out on all the valuable nutrients that come with carbs, right? Carbs is like, you can get carbs from fruit, right? It doesn't just have to be like candy or bread or whatever, right? All this so-called fattening stuff. It it comes from, you know, even oatmeal or legumes or beans and stuff like that, right? They carry a lot of minerals, a lot of vitamins that we need. And so we don't want to package all those as, as the enemy, right? Carbs are not the enemy. Yeah. And... And also one other thing, like when we lose fat, like, yes, it's great. I know people who have lost um, weight through keto, but the thing is a lot of the, the, the weight that they're losing at the beginning is simply water weight because when we intake carbs, carbs actually retain water. So for every one gram of carb, it retains three grams of water. It was a study done on this. So what happens when we take out carbs? we get rid of the water too, right? So yeah. we're getting rid of a lot of that uh, water. Um, is that is that what the, when people say like they get they get like the quick results? Like, oh my God, I just dropped this yeah. weight in a short time. It's really just, they're just getting rid of water, right? Yeah, basically at the beginning and then eventually your body after you deprive your energy or your body of a lot of energy, then you kind of start using fat. But then yeah. it's only a temporary solution because then once you get back to your regular diet, well, guess what? You're incorporating a little bit, even if it's a little bit of carbs, you're getting all that water back. And so I knew someone, yeah, it's great. She lost, I don't know, 30 pounds, 20 pounds or whatever. As soon as she started eating her normal diet again, she gained it all back. So it's a very temporary solution. So that's why I recommend just have a balanced diet. It's not about a specific like diet, eating this or that or whatever. It's about controlling your your portions and your calorie mm-hmm. intake and also to speak to that um like i i don't know i just think i don't know i keto is just not the best way to go but then again there are some people they their bodies just can't tolerate carbs mm-hmm. so yeah. so if if you have like actual an actual like problem in taking carbs then by all means like go on the diet like you have no choice right it's just for losing weight like i don't recommend that yeah there's a difference between dietary restrictions versus like you know going on a diet right like there's two different things like if you're diabetic you shouldn't eat that much rice and and so on but then like versus oh yeah i'm gonna just like cut out carbs because i want to lose weight i mean don't get me wrong like i've growing up in asian household i think i ate too much rice and now i try (laughs) to eat less and it's always a bizarre thing yeah you know, it was a bizarre thing from you know when I go to my um, my in laws and then they're like, wait, you only want half a bowl of rice, and whereas like my <laughs> father in law would eat three bowls of rice in one sitting, right? So it's just like a very 
very different in like, and that's what I was saying before about like, yeah. like the Asian perception or culture on on diet, right? And it's it's yeah. not just it's not just like Chinese or Asian mm-hmm. in terms of rice. I mean, you could say Italians who grew up like eating bread and pasta, mm-hmm. and then you say like, oh, I I don't want that much pasta, or I don't want you know, that much carbs. And they would probably be like, look at you weird too, right? Yeah, um, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, like for my weight loss clients, I still recommend to cut down like the heavy carbs like the complex carbs like all the starchy stuff right it does have an impact but not to the point where you're switching energy reserves like i just encourage them to eat more protein so they feel protein makes you feel full for longer so yeah yeah Yeah. that's the way to do it again yeah absolutely (laughs) speaking of diets my wife and i are Mm -hmm. going to start a no sugar diet in january Oh. Uh, so maybe you can give some tips one does that actually uh make sense um and and two like like what should we what should we do about it right like like should we like uh, any tips or or should we even does that even make sense to do i can start with that first yeah um i mean so are you talking about like refined sugars and yeah like, like refined sugars? sugar yeah okay exactly like okay, we're still okay. gonna eat fruit. Like, we're still gonna eat fruits and everything so okay okay yeah because that's the thing like a lot of people don't know that that you know there's sugar and fruit or anything that carbs is, is considered yeah. sugar yeah. so i think if you're talking about like refined sugar i think that's totally fine <laughs> like i know there's i believe there's something where sugar might impact your like your uh gut microbiome and that may yeah. cause problems for people and and their their weight i'm not totally sure though so i'm not going to say any more about that yeah. but that's one okay. reason why i know people cut out sugar or like gluten or whatever right so besides that like i mean your skin's gonna look great so why not <laughs> yes oh, I, want, really? I want my beautiful it's korean healthy. k-pop skin so I, I'm gonna also cut sugar. by not eating sugar it actually improves your skin really Oh, maybe yeah. that's why my skin well, sucks yeah. these days. No, because I, I, I can't stop eating sugar. Like, I have to put sugar in my coffee and everything. This is something that I will never do. I mean, I don't, maybe I should, but I can be. Wait, okay, you got to get into that black coffee. Let me know. Like I, do, man. I just drink yeah, black coffee. I know. Clinton, let me know how it goes. And, uh, you know, after you're done with your no sugar diet, I need to maybe need to follow. Because, my, my, yeah, my skin has been pretty bad these days. Maybe you're right. You know, you know what it my hasn't... mom did? Yeah. She, so, because she used to have sugar in her coffee, right? But she was yeah. trying to lose fat and whatever and okay, okay. intake less sugar. Yeah. She started having like pastries with black coffee so that oh, she got okay. used to the black coffee taste, but she still got some sugar and eventually she okay. was able to cut up like the actual pastries and stuff yeah. and just get used to black just coffee. Just had to cut black coffee, yeah. So, oh, okay, yeah. okay. But I think, wait, wait, what, what Wade's going to do is he's just going to eat too many pastries and just like... <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Just, just, just to bit. get used to the taste of black coffee. That's okay. it. Yeah. But I think if you're oh, craving okay. sugar, yeah. your body might be deprived of energy because your body does tell you things, right? Yeah, you're craving sugar. You're probably maybe yeah. not eating enough regular food. Or just yeah. I don't know, maybe just yeah, not, not, not enough getting fruits, out and be active. So that's thing. Mm-hmm. But the only sugar that I eat is uh, from drinking coffee. Okay, but I, I will, uh, you know, take up on your advice and I'll start doing it. Yeah, no, but thanks. I, that's I really think helpful. One thing I've been finding is like as I was researching this no sugar diet is like everything has sugar. 
like your saltness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like, like when you say like you don't eat sugar, it's like well, because we always associate oh that like like a pastry with like sugar icing or whatever. But it's like no, like your soy sauce is sugar. Uh, whatever yeah. sauce, oyster sauce, like a lot of Asian cooking sauces, like you know, yeah. your salad oh, yeah. dressings, your salad dressings have sugar. Uh, tons sure. of things have sugar. So. It's like sure. when I, so it's like when I was like talking to my wife and she's like, well, we're gonna figure out like, like a diet plan, like we're gonna eat in January with no sugar. I was like, what do you mean? You're just gonna cook like basically everything <laughs> with the spices, like 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 salt and pepper. That's it. Like there's yeah. not gonna be any sauces on anything yeah. because mm-hmm. everything basically. has sugar. Okay. Yeah. And I know yeah. you're a sauce guy because I see your Instagram story. <laughs> I, and I can't eat any of that. I gotta put it away. Like my my hot sauces, I can't oh. touch it. Right? It, it all has sugar in it. So yeah, um, for sure. Um, yeah. I, I'm 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 prepared for this no sugar diet. Um, my because I oh, I actually man. a couple of years ago I have done it before. Um, where like I just went on like almost like spinach, salmon, chicken breast kind of thing, right? And just like went, wow. went you know, <laughs> that thing. it was it was cra- It was hard because yeah. like the first two weeks and went because people always say it's like your first couple of weeks is when like your your energy level drops and your mood goes really bad. And mm-hmm. it's because you crave the sugar. So at least yeah. like I've mm-hmm. gone through that and I can, I, I'll probably know how that will like, that will affect me. Whereas I think with my, <laughs> with my wife, like she, it will hit her hard it, yeah. and she'll probably crash Aww. a lot harder from that. So oh, no. I, I'm going to have to, what did I get myself into? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna have to suffer through uh, a lot of uh, grumpy, grumpiness and, and tiredness. Right? Oh. So, Oh my god! I know, I that. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, no. So that's good. Um, but no, like so, Ashley kind of, uh, kind of help us debunk a lot of myths, a lot on diet yeah. and and some of these fitness trends. So, you know, like I want to spend we 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 spent a lot of this podcast talking about you know a little bit about your childhood, talking mostly about your your passion towards fitness and nutrition. Let's talk about you. And specifically into our kind of last segment about about dating because everybody loves to talk about like dating. Tell us your secrets. Yeah, yeah tell us your <laughs> secrets. Yeah, well, no, no, no. We we don't need to know you're about all your secrets. You can you can tell us about yeah. what it's like. Um, you know, obviously dating here in Vancouver, uh, especially for someone like like you were you're very like fitness oriented, right? Yeah. So. I would assume, and get, you know, let me know if I'm wrong. Is that like a lot of the dates you mean you go on? It's not just the whole simple of like, oh, we're gonna go and like grab food or grab pizza and everything because you're like, hey, I, I gotta watch. I'm counting my calories or do whatever, <laughs> right? So, like, what would like, what are your kind of your dates and what is your ideal date? Honestly, I'm a bad influence. Even though I'm a personal trainer, I kind of eat. <laughs> <laughs> whatever just because of my metabolism it'll probably yeah. catch up to yeah, me okay. later as i grow older but but for now i honestly if you ask me to go eat oh i'm down <laughs> but okay. I, feel like, I feel like yeah i feel like the yeah. typical thing is like hey do you want to go for coffee or something yeah. right even though yeah. i don't even like coffee <laughs> like i'd probably oh, get like okay. a tea or yeah. or like a bacon well, what, what would you like want that. a guy to ask you what would you want a guy to ask you to to do for the first date Oh, I feel like, okay, well, the very first date, I love when guys get creative, but the thing okay. is, like, first date, you got to get to know them too, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe, like, go for a walk somewhere, grab a bite to eat, or, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, on the beach, or, like, some sort of trail, yeah. or, um, 
do some sort wait, of activity. Wait, so let, let, me, let me kind of hold up on that one. When you said go yeah. for trail, define like a trail. Because Wayne and I talked about this where I've also had female friends uh, are like, do not uh, do not ask me to go hiking on a first date because one, they'll be uh, like, oh my God, I'm going to be so out of breath. Well, that's oh, maybe that's for someone who's not as fit as you are. They'll be like, I'm so out of breath. And I'm going to look I'm gonna look like shit because I'm like sweaty. Uh, <laughs> and I, and then, like, I don't look good. I don't want to go on this date. But like two, they, they may be kind of worried that like, oh, where are they taking me on this like creepy trail? There's nobody else. I don't want to be on a first date. True, that's true. Let me, let me rephrase that. So like, not like a hike. Hike is yeah, like yeah. uphill and like you're in yeah, yeah. those trails. Like, I don't know, like a walk in the park or like yeah, walk in the park. I, I first in my mind I was thinking, you know, Iona Regional Park. Yeah. I don't okay. even know what you I call it. it. I mean it's kind of like a beach, but there's like a dike. Okay. Yeah. And it's like open and there's like people mm-hmm. not yeah, nothing like secluded. <laughs> yeah. You're getting to know the person, right? So yeah. Uh, yeah. No, good I thing think. that you clarified that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have all these guys asking me to go to a trail. <laughs> Yeah, if somebody yeah. Like, asked you like it was like a six-hour hike up in a mountain, and we're like, oh, okay, like sure. <laughs> yeah, a I mean, like, for the first date. Yeah, a little, little intense. But if it's something, yeah. I guess, active, just because I like being active, I guess it's an yeah. activity that we can bond over together. If it's kind of casual, more casual, yeah. right? Yeah. But okay. But you, but you would be down. You'd be down formal. for like an. You'd be down for like an active first date, right? Like you. You basically say like, "Hey, like, yeah." Like the Coquitlam Crunch. Fairly, what if yeah. a guy would be like, "Hey, let's go sure, do this?" Sure. Yeah. Because I can still walk and like actually talk, not like just heavy panting going up the thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess I wouldn't do that. Anything because <laughs> yeah yeah wow i find like doing something doing something while you're talking to someone is really mm-hmm. good so you're not like okay. just kind of staring face to face in one another okay. and then you know if there's an awkward pause and you, you don't know how they're how good they are at communicating like yeah, at least you're doing true. something while you're talking so, yeah yeah, yeah. for people who are nervous that's one thing you could do walks are good <laughs> okay I yeah see. no i think i think yeah that that's uh that's good that's good for like especially right now with covid you know you go for like a, just like a simple walk and uh, go for n- nothing intense go for a hike as i also have like friends who're like oh yeah let's go for a run uh i i actually my myself i remember my th- was it like third or fourth date with my wife i brought her uh, this was back when i was doing spin class and i brought her to my spin studio because i remember she was saying it was like oh that's like cute. what's what's oh, no yeah but, but the thing is like she was like what's so special about spin and she's like oh you're just pedaling a bike and when she was done she was like i can't walk properly for three days she was like limping and, and she's oh, on her she's on her feet a lot for her job, right? So it, it's it's definitely one of those things where like we want to be active, but maybe not too active. So yeah, depends on the other person. Mm, no, well. definitely. Yeah. Okay. I think I think also Vancouver has a lot of good sights to see, so mm, we do true. things together yeah. just to kind of explore, right? Yeah. Or try yeah. different food places or whatever. Then that's good too. Yeah. But um, you know something that I that I learned this semester is too funny in my psychology class. There's yeah. a thing called misattribution theory. So it's when, like, let's say, like, a guy takes a girl uh, to watch a scary movie or to, like, yeah. Apollano suspension bridge, something where they get, like, really aroused. They yeah. actually misattribute <laughs> the arousal with, yeah. like, the person rather than the actual event occurring. <laughs> oh, it's true, though. I did study that, too, in uh, my psychology class. Yeah, you studied class. that. 
So, wait, 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 so wait, I so have. Break this down for me, both of, uh, I, both of you guys. Like, like, what does that mean? Like, I thought when you said the, a scary movie, there would be fear, but when you use the word arousal, that is not yeah. where I, I mean, was thinking. It's like it's like um, I, wait, what's another word? Like, I'm trying to think that other word. <laughs> you're what's excited, the best like, word to say? Like the excitement. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, it so does sorry, you're, you're saying that it associates with the that person. Because you would yeah. that, that person was there with them. Yeah, because yeah, your heart's saying? racing a little bit, right? Yep, exactly. Like a yeah. movie or like the yeah. high bridge or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah. then you kind of associated that. You connect with them instead. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know what? I remember so uh, in my, high, my university days, I did study that. And then I did take a few girls to, okay, not a scary movie because uh, <laughs> I don't like it. But go to like, you know, P&E where you go on the rides and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it oh, the, like, roller the roller coasters. And then once again, a little, you know, uh, not like scared, but like, but it does get them excited, you know, um, yeah, but then if you feel it's more fun and then they, they will be down to, to, to do more things with you, like on a second date, because they, they, they feel like stimulated. Uh, there you it go. makes yeah. the stimulation, right. Which really helps with, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, I think, I think it works really well. <laughs> uh, in the past, I haven't done it in Toronto cause in Toronto, there's nothing to do. Like, okay. All you go, all you do is, um. You can, bring up, you can bring it up to CN Tower as high as you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on it, you know, yeah. Vancouver, you're right. Even go for like a like a little exercise as in like a, a small hike. Uh, for go for walks, see the scenery. It does help too. I think Something honestly, nature, Vancouver. Yeah, yeah we'll see the nature, right? Oh, man, but you know what's gonna happen, right? Like Ashley is gonna get all these DMs or all these people yeah. being like, "Yo, you want to go on the six hour hike up to this cliff?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, it's really <laughs> high up." And then. It, it, but it's funny because like I I I I have kind of heard that before where people are like oh yeah like you take them to yeah. this place so they they associate yeah. that that experience with you but then I I hopefully that won't become like a negative thing where like oh my yeah. god who is this guy who is this dickhead who brought me up to like this like you know bridge and now I'm super scared up here like like why would you yeah. think that would be a great uh -huh. thing to do so i guess it's just a yeah. balance to it there's a balance mm -hmm. to it. but what about you though if if someone brought you now that you learned this in the psychology class if someone brought you to whatever a scary movie or some like high you know a, a suspension bridge and then you're looking down would you be like hey like i know this trick i'm not gonna fall for yeah. it <laughs> probably i feel like i don't know how many people know about it but i yeah. did yeah, I did share about it, so I don't know who who knows if that. Damn, Wayne, not, we, but... we need to go back and re-record our dating episodes and and add that in, okay? Like we're gonna add that. <laughs> no, no, we're gonna do another, we'll do another one. Just talk we'll about an, it. Yeah, we'll do a two point we'll Yeah, we'll do a new yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. But Ashley, so like you know, you told us about like you know, you know, obviously some of these um were were ideal dates and and dating kind of like I, I guess what is your opinion of dating in Vancouver? Because uh, Vancouver is this like kind of interesting city where it's like this melting pot of of, of different multiculture, and obviously you with your own background, as you said, like where you are half like you know half uh, Caucasian and half Chinese. Like, how do you find like do you like your your own dating experience here in Vancouver? How is that like in meeting people in general? Um, I think it's okay. I guess I I'm kind of interracial so I guess I <laughs> I spread myself out a little bit being Chinese and also white so um I I I don't know I don't know how I would answer that I think it's fine do you, do you like, find I, it do you find it difficult to like let's say 
No, I, I think because we've established that you're um, more very westernized because your your dad was also kind of born and raised here. So you, you definitely fall more into the western side. But when you meet somebody, because like you said, you have the Asian features and people mistaken you, that if you meet mm. someone who's more Asian, then they talk to you like, oh, no, that person's too westernized. And then if you meet, let's say, like a white person, they look at you like, oh, no, even though this girl is actually like half and she grew up here, they're like, no, she looks Asian. And that Asian last name, I don't think I'll... Uh, I'll get along with her. Do you do you kind I of think, find that weird in between? Yeah, like I feel, especially nowadays, people are a little more open. I think as long as you're yeah. attractive, people are like, oh, okay, yeah. like I dig, <laughs> right? Yeah, okay. That's your first initial attraction, right? Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. But obviously, I know some people have their preferences. So I find like I I do connect well with. Uh, more Asian culture just I guess because I have that background still with my grandparents yep. so yep. it's nice to have someone that has that same kind of cultural background as you just because you don't have to explain all like the different things yeah. right like yeah. they just get yeah. it right yeah. you know bubble tea <laughs> or like one time yeah. <laughs> the food once again the food because they get the food right so. yeah 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 okay, okay. Just, so, so yeah. we've kind of narrowed down for Ashley is that this this guy is uh needs to you know, kind of active relatively active first date you'll get to move around take you to a high place so you get the excitement and there has yeah. to be food involved okay we've narrowed those three things for, uh, for, for a successful yeah. first date with yeah. ashley let's know if you get any more dms uh, after after that we, we release this podcast see if you get any dms but you know, people asking you to go for a hike or something. Yeah, go for a <laughs> hike and then, and then bubble tea. Hike they go for food, bubble tea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. There you go. But, there you go. Just yeah. take me somewhere uh, in nature. Exactly. So I guess Ashley, then, do you have any advice for our male listeners on what they should do? Uh, I, I, because we, we, I, I think right now it's a lot of. Uh, the episodes at least we have released where we've interviewed guests they are female um mm -hmm. but and we've asked and we've always asked them it's like because th th there's always a commonality whether it's vancouver where there's other cities is guys especially asian guys are stereo maybe some people would argue like rightly stereotyped and i would say yes in general is that asian guys are not very good at taking the initiative or sharing their feelings and therefore are are a bit slow on on taking the approach or expressing themselves right like so what are yep. kind of your, your yeah okay there you go like what is, what, there was no ambiguity on that one um what is what i guess what is your your advice for male or male listeners uh, or just males in general like wanting to be out in the dating scene whether it's vancouver or whether it's just anywhere really <laughs> yeah well if if you're at a point where yeah you're like you know there's a something going on missing you too like just honestly just don't keep a girl waiting <laughs> don't play hard to get just don't play hard to get you know, we actually yeah. like better if you're just bold and you're you know you're a gentleman and you just kind of respect me but then you also kind of i don't know ambitious too right mm -hmm. we like that Okay. And I think if you're actually at a point where you know, you're looking to date and stuff like that, I think it's super important to date with the intention of marriage because you either date to marry or you date to break up, right? And yeah. if you're dating mm -hmm. with the intention of marriage, you're looking at how you guys are compatible with each other and therefore mm -hmm. it's going to work. You're not going to 
be there's not gonna be a lot of friction right mm-hmm. obviously no two people are gonna are gonna be perfect there's always gonna be some sort of conflict or whatever yeah. right yeah wow. but as long as like you know your main values are the same and you see that yourself you see yourself compatible with that person for your future for the long haul then i think it's gonna work out very well and you're gonna communicate well because communication is super important mm-hmm. right I learned (laughs) and so yeah just date with intention and also I feel like in our society nowadays love is a a very loose term we think of love as more like a feeling but I think love is a commitment because you just you gotta choose love at one point like if I I hear all these people yeah they're dating great but they fall out of love with a person or whatever but at some point you know you gotta choose to love that person you got to choose to serve them. And I think, you know, because let's just say, like, for example, if your brother or your mom or your dad or whatever, someone close to you, they mm-hmm. do something wrong and they just agitate you and whatever, right? You're still supposed to love them. But do you feel mm-hmm. like loving them? Like, you don't feel like loving them, right? You just, you got to choose to love them, right? Same thing goes with your significant other. I think um, everyone screws up. So just, be graceful with them and still choose to love them no matter you know their their flaws and 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 all that so yeah i think i'm gonna cry this is so touching no no, it's good like actually that's like so good oh my god you you actually that was really great and (laughs) because one of the things you said uh dating with intention is is actually something wayne and i when we talked about relationships in our second episode we were very much aligned We, we we called it a little differently we basically said like like um yeah you should date knowing what you want in the yeah. sense of like knowing what the purpose like what are you going for right like obviously yeah. we we Wayne and i also understand there may be some people who who don't know if they want to get married or whatever but as long as you're going into yeah. that relationship or you're going out there knowing that it's like hey this is what i'm looking for whether it's yeah. marriage mm-hmm. whether it's whatever as long as you guys are aligned and you know that the other person looking for that's good like you're yeah. both on that yeah. same wavelength right and mm-hmm. dating yeah, with like an a intention. solid foundation yeah exactly yeah, don't, totally. don't go out in a dating don't go out in a dating scene or or marriage without knowing what you want because that's just a recipe for disaster right yeah. um, <laughs> so i think just yeah in yeah. our in our society commitment is a huge thing not just dating just like even committing yeah. to go to like this party or whatever like oh yeah i'll make it if i can or whatever right we have a commitment yeah. issue just in case something comes up or there's something better exactly. out there right yeah so flaking is the worst yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so yep. so same with relationship you know at some point you just gotta commit <laughs> commit to the person right. be loyal be mm-hmm. someone be trustworthy too and yep. just uh yep. communicate really well be open with each other yep. yeah yeah wow. so yeah ashley basically telling our, our male listeners to uh you know step up and like you know be be loyal people be bold yeah people yes state your intentions that uh, don't yeah. don't kind of uh you know mess around yeah. you know i, I think yeah. that i think those are things are all like really good um sure. and i think this is uh you know it, it kind of aligns with what you know, wayne and i think and, and mm-hmm. you know some people may call it old-fashioned but on the other hand uh it also we don't want to waste time or 
really waste yeah. waste yeah. energy, right? Because like like we talked about uh, with 2020, there's already so much stress and and things that happen. It's like, do we need more drama in our life? Let's try to make one thing a little simpler. So yeah, <laughs> and I think guys, a lot of guys think that girls are looking for. The cool guy who can fit in with everybody yeah. or whatever right yeah. but it's honestly the opposite or at least for me like i mm-hmm. i love like traditional guys that are just gentlemen that you know like hold open the door for you or just yeah. like you know put you first and and stuff like that right i think it's it, it's very cute and very respectful because it's rare to find right so yeah. that's why i think that's what speaks to me of course everybody okay. everybody's different but yeah. and yeah. if they they are confident in themselves confident in you know going against the tide for some yeah. things some because sometimes mm-hmm. that's gonna happen uh, i don't want a guy that just goes along with the tide like what makes you different right yeah. <laughs> so exactly. just don't be afraid be confident with yourself yeah okay wow oh. <laughs> Ashley spitting facts on, yeah, on, on nutrition <laughs> and on dating. Like, that's dating why we love you on the show. We, that's yeah. why we, we knew that you would be a good guest. Yeah. Well, uh, Ashley. I know this, I know uh, this podcast yeah. can't see our faces, but I was just looking at Wayne's face and I was like, that's so funny. <laughs> I can't even see my face. I mean, sorry. I'm just so like paying so much attention to what you're saying. I can't even see my face. Aww. But yeah, I Wait, was like. Speaking oh, out. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, well, oh. in my yeah, you know. And whatever you said about love at the very end, oh man, that really touched me. I feel yeah. really oh Aww, my god, that's amazing. So sweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, actually, you know, we we had you on, uh, you know, yeah. talking about your your background, talking about your your uh, career, your budding career in in nutrition and fitness, and how it's growing even in the challenges of COVID. And we talked about like you know your the dating. Uh, I just want to say thank you for having you on our show. Uh, it's been really great to have you here as taking time out for, you know, during the holiday season. So Ashley, just wanted to kind of let you like, are there, you know, let our uh, listeners know like where they can find you, uh, where, you know, they can reach out and, and uh, yeah. Or send you the DMs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll give you your account, Wayne. <laughs> no, oh, no. <laughs> no, um, on instagram you yeah. can find me at ashleisure underscore fit so okay. to break that down sometimes people have a hard time spelling that but it's athleisure so like the genre of fashion yeah. athleisure yeah. but with my name so ash ashley ashleisure underscore fit yes we'll post it yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, we'll yeah. and then my yeah. blog is the same thing my blog is ashleisurefit.com mm-hmm Great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, to our listeners, uh, thank you for joining us for another episode. Uh, We we appreciate all your support. And uh, you can find our uh, episodes on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Google, and uh, other streaming platforms. Uh, Feel free to leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed our episode. And, uh, yeah, thank you for joining in. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye.